My friend, my name is Rick Renner, and I want to say thank you for joining me and all of these wonderful sheep today as I reflect and teach on the 23rd Psalm. And when you come to the last verse of Psalm 23, verse 6, it says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. This promises that because the Lord is our shepherd, goodness and mercy will follow me and you all the days of our life. What does that mean? It's wonderful. And that is what I'm going to talk to you about today. Stay tuned for a teaching you can trust, a message that will inspire, strengthen, and equip you with vital insights and understanding from the Word of God. Here is Rick. Welcome to today's program, my friends. I've been waiting for you. And today, we're going to wrap up the teaching that I've been doing called the 23rd Psalm. We've been diving into the promises of God in the 23rd Psalm, and we've seen that God makes 10 spectacular promises to you and to me. They are ours. We need to know them, embrace them, claim them, declare them, and enjoy them because they are for us. And I want you to order the whole series, and today is the last time that we're offering this series this week. And it's called Psalm 23, The Lord is My Shepherd. These programs are just jammed, packed. There's no way you can remember everything that I've covered in these programs. So please order yours and be sure to get the study guide that goes with it. We put so much work into these study guides. And by the way, if you go to our website store, you're going to see there are so many different series and all of them have study guides. But when you get the study guide, you can read while you see or while you hear and really get the teaching down deep inside you. So please order yours right now. And today is also the last day that we're offering the book by my friend, Tony Cook. The book is called Because the Lord is My Shepherd, The Blessings of an Empowered Life. It is very powerful and small enough that you can put it in your purse or you can put it in your jacket, take it with you, read while you're on the way somewhere and really begin to get the promises of the 23rd Psalm down deep inside you. And for those who become partners with our ministry, we always send you two books as our way of saying welcome to our partner family. And if you're already a partner, dear friend, you are changing people's lives. Don't ever let the devil tell you that you are insignificant. When you're a partner with a ministry like this, what you do is very significant. Your giving is causing this TV program to go into someone's home or into their space. They're sitting there crying out saying, God, please answer my questions. And suddenly this program shows up in front of them, bringing them the answers that they're praying for. And it's your partner gifts that are enabling that signal to go right to them. That is so powerful. And I want to say thank you. And if you're not a partner yet, please become a partner. And the moment you do, we will send you Denise's book, The Gift of Forgiveness. This is a powerful book. And we'll send you my book called Life in the Combat Zone, which is dedicated to our partners. And I promise you, we will pray with you and believe for God to release his blessings in your life. And together, we will help change other people's lives. And I want to remind you that from now until October, we're offering you our brand new autobiography called Unlikely. Look at that. 
It is amazing. It has lots of full color photos on the inside. I think you will be shocked by what you read in this unlikely story. And our purpose is that you would understand God delights in choosing those that are unlikely. Believe me, if he could choose me, and if he could choose Denise, he can choose and use anyone, and that means you. You can have an unlikely story too. So you can order this today by going online. And please remember that if you need prayer, we're here for you, and we want to hear from you. We really want to pray for you. And when you call us, or when you send us your email, we will very seriously take that need before the Lord and believe for him to do something magnificent in your life. So let us know how to pray for you. But reach for your Bible because in this program, we believe in the Bible, we use the Bible, and we're believing for a revival of the Bible in people's lives. And today, I want us to review all the verses in the 23rd Psalm, beginning in verse 1, where David writes, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And we've seen that we need to personalize this. The Lord is my shepherd. You should just say that. The Lord is my shepherd, not a shepherd, not their shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And I quoted the little girl who misquoted this verse. She said, the Lord is my shepherd, that's all I want. But maybe she had it right, because when you have the Lord, you lack nothing. But the verse actually says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Verse 2, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. And we've seen that when the Lord is nearby, we can lie down, we can rest and not be afraid because the Lord is watching over us. He leads me beside the still waters. He promises that he will give us guidance. Verse three, he restores my soul. Almost everyone that I know needs a little soul restoration. And in this verse, the great shepherd promises he will go to work to restore our souls. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Verse 4, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. There are moments in life when we have dark seasons, but according to this verse, the Lord is with us, and there's no reason for us to fear evil. Then David says, Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. And here we find God's protective hand and God's corrective hand in our life. And I told you that there is protection in correction. God uses his staff to beat the enemies off and he uses his staff to correct us and keep us on track. Thank God for his rod and his staff. They truly comfort us. Then we saw in verse five, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. An enemy represents a threat. It could be a situation. It could be some kind of ordeal. It could even be a person but it doesn't matter what you're facing. God will set a table for you even in the presence of a threatening situation. But you have to open your eyes to see the table. Then he said, thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. We saw this in the last program that God gives us multiple anointings in life. We have to qualify for each of them. But if we'll be faithful where we are, another anointing is coming and another anointing is coming. And when it says my cup runneth over, it is a picture of us being lavishly welcomed into the house of God. And today we're going to wrap it up in verse six. 
where David says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But let me summarize again all 10 of these promises. Number one, God's supernatural provision. Number two, God's supernatural protection. Number three, God's supernatural peace. Number four, God's supernatural restoration. Number five, God's supernatural guidance. Number six, God's supernatural confidence that he gives to us. Number seven, God's supernatural correction. Number eight, God's supernatural prosperity. Number nine, God's supernatural anointing and blessing in our life. And finally today, God's supernatural promise, which we find in verse six, which again says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But I really like how David begins, verse 6, he says, surely. And notice in David's voice, there's no hesitation. There's no uncertainty. He is absolutely certain of what he is saying. He is fully persuaded. This is God's promise to him. And my friends, it is God's promise to you. He declares that goodness and mercy are going to follow him and hunt him down all the days of his life. He declares definitely, certainly, absolutely, indisputably, categorically, undoubtedly, unquestionably that the blessings of God are his and they're going to chase him down as long as he lives. And my friend, I declare it to you, goodness and mercy are going to follow after you all the days of your life. Say amen. Now you might think, well, I wish I had that kind of confidence. Hmm. Sometimes I struggle with uncertainty. Well, you might think that somebody like David, who wrote the book of Psalms and who just wrote this psalm, it may sound like he's always on the mountaintop or always full of faith, but if you just go back 10 psalms earlier, you find that David was in a much less confident frame of mind. For example, in Psalm 13, 1, 2, 3, listen to what David said. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long will my enemy be exalted over me? Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Enlighten my eyes, lest I sleep the sleep of death. He didn't sound too confident in those verses, but my friend, it's tremendous when our faith is soaring, but there are moments when we may wrestle and struggle with our faith. David was having one of those moments. But I find a lot of strength in the fact that biblical characters were very real people with a lot of weaknesses. For example, James, in the last chapter of James, when he was writing about the powerful and effective prayers of Elijah, first said this, James 5, 17 in the New Living Translation. Elijah was as human as we are. We tend to glorify biblical characters, but in fact, if you look at their stories, they're very frail and they're very, very human. And if you look at the story of Elijah, he was a powerful prophet, but he could be very moody. 
He was moved by his emotions. And in fact, it seems he was given to bouts of depression. We're talking about Elijah, the great prophet of God. But let's go back to David. After David expresses his concerns in Psalm chapter 13, which we just read, he began to transition into what I would call the victory side of the equation. He transitions into a declaration of faith. And sometimes you transition into faith. You may not immediately arrive in a place of victory, but you may be in transition to that place. And when you come to Psalm 13, verse 5 and 6, David transitioned to a point where finally he declared, But I have trusted in your mercy. My heart shall rejoice in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord because he has dealt bountifully with me. Wow. But David, in the 23rd Psalm, said, Goodness and mercy will follow me. The Hebrew really means it's going to hunt me down all the days of my life. But in a low moment, David had to speak to his own soul and tell his soul to think right. And we find that low moment in Psalm 103, a glorious psalm. Listen to what David said in Psalm 103, verse 1. Listen. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Now, don't get in a hurry when you read that verse. David is speaking to his soul. The soul is where your emotions are. And at this particular moment, David wasn't thinking of much good. In fact, he was tempted to be low, to be depressed. And now David begins to speak to himself. He's telling himself to shape up. And he says, bless the Lord, soul. He's speaking to his soul, telling it what to do. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, get into alignment. It's time for you to bless his name. Then in verse 2, bless the Lord, O my soul. He's speaking to his soul, telling it to shape up and to get into alignment. Bless the Lord, soul, and forget not all his benefits. At that moment, David was tempted to forget all the benefits of the Lord. So now he begins to rehearse them to himself. And in verse 3, he says, Who forgives all thine iniquities. Think about that. God forgives all of our iniquities. The word forgive means to permanently dismiss, to send it away without ever exercising the right to retrieve it ever again. When God dismisses our iniquities, they are dismissed and sent away forever. And then he adds, who healeth all thy diseases. Not some, all thy diseases. Verse four, who redeems thy life from destruction. Think about your own life and how God has redeemed your life from destruction. What if God had not saved you? Where would you be today? But he redeemed your life from destruction. Who crowns thee with loving kindness and tender mercies? Look at the loving kindness and tender mercies of God in our life. Verse 5, who satisfies thy mouth with good things. That even includes material things, food to eat, 
God gives us the things that we need in life and satisfies us with them. And then David adds, so that thy youth is renewed like the eagles, which means you don't have to get old. God wants to renew your youth and keep you young. That is a benefit of being a child of God if you'll embrace it by faith. Verse 6, the Lord executeth righteousness and judgment for all that are oppressed. Verse 8, the Lord is merciful and gracious and slow to anger and plenteous in mercy. Thank God that he's merciful and he's gracious. Thank God that he is slow to anger and so plentiful in mercy. Then look at the following verse. He will not always chide and he will not and he neither will he keep his anger forever god is not upset with people forever eventually it passes god wants to deal with all of us like sons and like daughters and verse 10 says he has not dealt with us after our sins nor rewarded us according to our iniquities which means when you're a child of god you don't get what's coming to you god deals with us mercifully wow Verse 11, for as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him, which means we cannot even begin to fathom how much mercy God has for us. Verse 12, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Verse 13, like a father pitieth his children, so the Lord pitieth them that fear him. Verse 14, for he knows our frame. He remembers that we're dust, which means we're harder on ourselves than God is on us. God understands who we are and what we're made out of. Verse 17, but the mercy of the Lord is from everlasting to everlasting upon them that fear him and his righteousness unto children's children, which means God's goodness are going to your kids and to your grandkids. And in verse 18, it says to such as keep his covenant and to those that remember his commandments to do them, which means all of these promises belong to those who are in covenant with God. So in Psalm 103, verse 1, we find there are benefits when you serve God. In verse 3, we find that in God there is forgiveness. In verse 3, we find there is healing. In verse 4, we find there is redemption. Verse 4, we find loving kindness and tender mercies. Verse 5, that God satisfies our mouth with good things. In verse 5, he renews our youth like the eagle. Verse 6, he extends righteousness to us and justice. In verse 8, we find that God extends his mercy and his grace to us. In verse 10, God has patience toward us. In verse 11, God is forbearing with us. In verse 11, God is forgiving of us. In verse 12, he is forgetting of our sins. In verse 13, he feels pity toward us. In verse 14, he is understanding of our human condition. And in number 18, he is a covenant keeper with those that are in covenant with him. That is amazing. And David forgot all of that and had to speak to his soul. Bless the Lord, soul, forget not. He had to put himself in remembrance of all of these good things. And then when we come to Psalm 23, verse 6, which is wrapping up the 23rd Psalm, David says, surely, mm, emphatically, unquestionably, categorically, it is for certain, goodness and mercy 
shall follow me all the days of my life. And the Hebrew literally means they will hunt me down, just like a hunter that is hunting an animal. Goodness and mercy are on our trail, following us, hunting us down. And David says, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. David believed and David envisioned that goodness and mercy were on his trail. And he said, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, which means David knew this was a forever relationship. And my friends, it is a forever relationship for you and for me. God was in it for the long haul with David and God is in it for the long haul with me and he's in it for the long haul with you. David knew this was forever. He was going to spend eternity with his shepherd and my friends, we're going to spend eternity with the Lord as well. Wow, it's so powerful, so powerful. But now listen, Psalm 23, 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Verse 2, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. Verse 3, he restoreth my soul and leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Verse 4, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Verse 5, thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Verse 6, surely goodness and mercy will follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Those verses are packed with 10 promises of the great shepherd to every one of his sheep. And that includes you. I'll be back in just a moment, and I'm going to pray for you. The 23rd Psalm is a favorite passage of Scripture for many people and cherished by Christians all over the world. In this new 10-part series, Psalm 23, The Lord is My Shepherd, Rick Renner opens this powerful passage like you've never heard it before, so you can understand all the amazing promises that God makes to you in the 23rd Psalm. The Lord really is your shepherd, and He wants to lovingly take care of you. In this 10-part series, Rick will unfold for you God's provision and protection, God's peace and restoration, God's guidance and prosperity, God's anointing and promises, and so much more. Rick Renner says, this is one of my favorite series. Anyone who loves Psalm 23 will love it more than ever after hearing this fully expounded teaching. This remarkable series is available in digital or physical formats starting at just $20. In addition, we're also offering you the book, Because the Lord is My Shepherd, The 12 Blessings of an Empowered Life. God wants you to experience all the promises in His Word. And in this easy-to-read book, you'll find 12 blessings that God promises you in the 23rd Psalm. This powerful book can be yours for just $7. Don't miss this special offer of the 10-part series, Psalm 23, The Lord is My Shepherd, and the book, Because the Lord is My Shepherd, The 12 Blessings of an Empowered Life. Call the number on your screen now or go to renner.org to order. Call or go online now.
When Denise and I began our ministry many decades ago, the Holy Spirit gave us Romans 10, 18, which says, Yea, verily, their sound went into all the earth and their words unto the ends of the world. And in all of these decades, we've been doing our best to obey this mandate from heaven. And today, miraculously, we are reaching people clear to the very end of the earth. We're reaching people in the Russian-speaking world and millions of them. We're reaching people in the English-speaking world and large numbers of people are now reaching out to us for prayer, support, and resources. As a result of all of this growth, we need a new ministry home in Tulsa and we need to construct a new TV studio in Moscow where we can prepare teaching that will change people's lives. In Tulsa, we have no more room to grow, yet we're growing exponentially all day, every day. Our pastoral partner care department is ministering to people from around the planet who are reaching out to us for prayer and support. Oh, how I wish you could be there to hear the calls and see how people's lives are literally being changed. And in Moscow, we are bursting at the seams as Russian speakers from around the world are reaching out to us for prayer and for support. We're producing up to seven daily TV programs and we desperately need a larger studio to produce Bible teaching that people can trust that will change their lives. In both locations, in Tulsa and in Moscow combined, we need 50,000 square feet of new space so we can minister to the precious people God is bringing to us. And with the land, architectural plans, all furnishings, TV equipment, everything we need, the entire ministry expansion project comes to $120 a square foot. And friend, it's not about buildings. It's about having the space we need so we can effectively minister to the needs of people. We're told in Matthew 28, verse 19, go into all the world and teach all nations. That's what we're doing, but we need your help so we can do it more effectively. We need a new ministry home in Tulsa, and we need a new studio in Moscow where we can prepare teaching that people can trust. And I'm asking you today, to ask the Holy Spirit if He wants you to be a part of the giving team to help us accomplish this expansion project. Ask Him today, Holy Spirit, would you want me to be a part of this and do whatever He tells you to do as together we fulfill the great commission of Jesus in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. It has been such a pleasure to share with you the 10 promises that God makes to his people in the 23rd Psalm. If this series has been a blessing to you, would you please let me know? I would love to hear from you. And please remember today is the last day that we're offering the series called Psalm 23, The Lord is My Shepherd. And it comes with a great study guide. And today is the last day that we're offering Tony Cook's book, called Because the Lord is My Shepherd, The Blessings of an Empowered Life. You can order all of this by going online or by giving us a call. And remember that when you become a partner, we're going to send you Denise's book called The Gift of Forgiveness. And we're going to send you my book called Life in the Combat Zone. We always send this to anyone who becomes a partner with our ministry. And from now until October, on our ministry website, we're offering you our new autobiography, at a radical discount in our ministry web store. The 
autobiography is called Unlikely. It is our faith-filled journey to the ends of the earth. And if you're ready for your own unlikely story, you need to read this book because it will encourage you. But I want to pray with you. Father, I thank you that your plans for us are good. You intend for goodness and mercy to hunt us down and to be on our trail for the rest of our life. And Lord, by faith, we embrace it and declare goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And when life is over, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Lord, I thank you that you're in this for the long haul with every one of us. In Jesus' name, amen. I'll see you Monday. But until then, please remember Ecclesiastes 8.4, where the word of a king is, there is power.